How's it going? This is Braden with No Bull Sports Guys. I'm excited to get with you guys on this Friday. It is dark and gloomy here in Las Vegas, so let's get into it. Now, like I said, we are going to talk about the AFC South. Now, that's kind of 50-50, 50% great teams, 50% dumpster teams. But before we get to that, there's been some big news developing around the NFL. First thing that kind of took me by surprise is the Patriots decided to sign Cam Newton to another contract. They signed him to a one-year $14 million contract. Obviously, that's not all guaranteed. There's probably going to be performance incentives in there, depending on how well he performs. But that surprises me. I thought the Cam Newton experiment in New England was an epic failure. I took a gamble on Cam Newton on my fantasy team and paid the price. He had a couple of solid weeks, but overall he was pretty bad. Luckily, I was smart enough to draft Patrick Mahomes too, and he kind of carried my team a little bit. So that was kind of the big one of the big surprise moves that happened. Another move that happened that was kind of uh, scratching my head a bit is the extension that Tom Brady just signed. Tom Brady really, as much as I don't like him, I think he's kind of a jerk. And I don't, I've never met him, but just by what other players say and just how he is a poor sport at times, I don't like him. But he really is a team player. He took a pay cut, essentially, and a longer extension, basically giving the Buccaneers 14 or $19 million in cap space. And that can really help keep this team together because this team had some great chemistry. Uh, they, you know, they played well in the playoffs and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. And a lot of people say he's not the goat. And I would argue with them to say statistics don't lie. Dude is a stud. And it was surprising at how well he played all season. And he wants to play until he's 45. So we'll see. He's 43 going on 44. So he's got a year or two left in his hypothetical tank. So we'll see if it actually happens. And the other thing that kind of surprised people is the Chiefs cut both of their offensive guards to save cap space. That surprised me. I hope Seattle is taking note and maybe we'll try to sign one of these players so that we can appease Russell Wilson because that's number uno on what Seattle needs to do is make sure he's happy but I am convinced that he will actually be traded. I know on Wednesday I said I didn't think he would be traded, but just some hypothetical theories that I I think he's going to be traded. And let me tell you why, and then we'll get on to the AFC South. So, you know Carl Wentz was traded from the Eagles to the uh, Colts, and J.J. Watt, you know how he left essentially was released by the Texans to sign with the Cardinals. Well, a lot of these betting books have what's called prop bets. I know we talked about it before the guy that streaked how awesome that was essentially a prop bet is something that is meant to do on the side. So a prop bet essentially is something that's not necessarily and big in the game. So uh, some prop bets are which player is going to get drafted number one or which player will be 
mystery relevant in the draft. If you don't know what mystery relevant is, it's when you were the last draft pick of the NFL draft. And in other cases, they'll have what are the odds that this player will be traded to this team? Well, before Carson Wentz and J.J. Watt went to their new teams a day before, those prop bets were taken down. And a lot of people are convinced that there is a lot of insider gambling that goes on and they know what, what's going to happen. So they take down the trade or they take down the bets. Well, on Wednesday night, the same thing happened to Russell Wilson. So it could be just a random coincidence or it could be that there is something that's happening through the grapevine. But essentially all the articles that I'm reading says it is going to be a king ransom for Russell Wilson. So it may not be terrible if he gets traded, but I, I don't know. I can't imagine a Seahawks team without Russell Wilson. So I did talk about two AFC South players, so that's what we're going to focus on now. Uh, looking back, the AFC South was compet- It was a two-horse race, really, with the first-place team being the Tennessee Titans. You know, everyone thought last year they were a fluke because of how well they played against the number one team in the AFC, the Ravens, and essentially demolished them. And they also, they they just played all around really great. And it was <laughs> impressive to say the least. Um, noticeable takeaways is Ryan Tannehill is a really solid quarterback. He struggled in Miami. And has really flourished and thrived in Tennessee. And sometimes that happens. You have to let players grow. You have to let them grow and go to places that they're wanted and they can grow. And that's really what happened to Ryan. He has the most game-winning drives, I think, in the last two seasons. Which is nine nine game-winning drives. The other player that really stood out is King Henry. Derrick Henry is a beast of a man amongst little boys. Dude rushed for over 2,000 yards this season and literally destroyed anyone that was in front of him. And we know what happened with the Titans. The Ravens got their revenge and beat the Titans in the playoffs uh, this past season. But they were, in my opinion, they played pretty good. I don't know really what they could do to improve on. Maybe getting more of a reliable receiving core. I don't understand the hype on Brown. I don't think he's that great. But that's just my two cents. When people say he's better than DK Metcalf, I laugh at them. Because DK Metcalf is probably arguably the greatest wide receiver in his draft class. And he's only in his second year. So really he's got killer time to improve too but everyone said he was going to be a bust and he has been proving everyone wrong so yeah I think biggest keys for the Titans success is one they need to focus on getting some key defensive players the clowning experiment backfired just like it did in Seattle he is a solid player but he's not an all-star he does not need to be paying $18 million a year. That's ridiculous for how he plays. So they kind of learned that way. And they need more of a receiver core slash tight end core. So we'll see. 
We'll see if they can do that. My prediction is that they will still win the AFC South, and they will probably have a record of 12-5. and five. That is my guess for them. Now, the number two team is the Indianapolis Colts. They kind of surprised people at how well they play, too. Their rookie kicker was stellar. He, uh, he's he got those big, thick glasses, kind of funny how he looks, but he played stellar. I, I was impressed with his kicking. Also, Phillips Rivers kind of had a change of scenery as well. He wasn't horrible, but he also isn't one of the better quarterbacks. He's kind of an average quarterback, a little bit above average, but he carried the Colts to the playoffs and they were probably a player or two away from beating the Bills. They stayed toe-in-toe with the Bills. It was a very intense game. I, I watched the last little bit of the game and I was impressed. I honestly do think that the Carson Wentz trade, I don't know, it may be great, like I said earlier, sometimes quarterbacks need to have a change in scenery or it's going to backfire, but they do have Jacoby Brissett on the bench as the number two quarterback. And before Phillip Rivers went to Indianapolis, I thought Brissett handled himself like a champ being thrusted into the starting position when Andrew Luck retired abruptly. I think give him another chance. There's obviously a reason why the Patriots, I've heard through the grapevine, want him back because he he is a solid quarterback. And I think given time and given the weapons that the Colts are slowly acquiring, they're going to be deadly too. It's definitely not going to be an easy path for the Titans. It almost wasn't. Both the Titans and the Colts finished 11-5 and five with the Titans having the better division record, hence why they won the AFC South. It's going to be close. I could see it going either way. I did say the Titans would win, but the Colts are right behind them, with especially the addition of Jonathan Taylor, the running back out of Wisconsin last season. He was killer for them. He ran like a champ. Rookies really came through for them, and their defense is pretty solid as well. Very underrated defense, and their losses were not embarrassing losses. They were all very tight, close games. But we'll see how Carson Wentz does in this situation with the Colts. I'm just not convinced that it's going to be great, but obviously I will eat my words gladly if I'm wrong. Now on to the first dumpster fire of a team in the AFC South. You know who I'm talking about. They are, to, to say the least, of a dumpster fire is embarrassing. We are talking about the Houston Texans. They are a joke. I, they, Their owner is ridiculous. They had a head coach who was also the general manager. That was a mistake in their part. And they've been trading star players left and right. For almost nothing. Seattle has benefited from it. They got Dante Brown. A solid offensive tackle. For players that were going to get cut. And a draft pick. And they also got Clowney. For a pretty cheap price too. Even though it didn't necessarily pan out. The way that we thought it would. At least it happened. And the same thing with DeAndre Hopkins. He got traded to the Cardinals. For almost nothing. 
and they granted a release of J.J. Watt. I feel for Deshaun Watson. I get why he wants out of Houston. He wants to be a part of an organization that actually cares and wants to give him the respect. Yes, he signed that big old contract. Yes, I think players should be held to a standard of honoring it to an extent. When you've got cases like Deshaun Watson, you kind of feel bad for him. Dude wants to be a part of who gets hired of the general manager and head coach position. And I understand that. It's the same thing that Russell's going through. People may not understand the unhappiness, but being a franchise quarterback, you want to kind of have the reins to your team. You want to be able to make decisions. And I I get where Deshaun Watson's coming from. He wants to start being able to make his own decisions instead of sitting there and listening to or being left out in the dark. Like he had no say in the general manager when he was hoping that he would. And he had no say in the head coach. So he's kind of stuck because he does have a no trade clause like Russell Wilson. And the team decides if they want to trade him. But I would not be surprised if it does happen eventually because it's clear that the Texans are in rebuild mode and will hopefully be able to find someone who's better or get the help he needs. Um, I also think it'll be, it'll be interesting if Sean Watson get, does get traded. Uh, they're going to probably be the worst team or pretty close to the worst team. Uh, what they need to improve on is literally everything. They need to cut everyone and basically create a new team, give every one of those players a chance to play elsewhere. And now for the team that has the number one draft pick of the NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are also a dumpster fire of a team. You know, everyone was so uh, set on, what's his name, uh, Mishwa or whatever his name is, the quarterback, the guy with the big old thick stash. Like, I'm having a brain fart right now. Like I've said, I'm sitting here on my couch, like, thinking of disease because it is so close to bedtime for me. <laughs> I wish. I still got a long day to go. But uh, I think everyone was so sold that he would have a solid career, and it kind of hasn't panned out the way it everyone thought it would, unfortunately. So there's that, and they have the number one draft pick. They basically have a whole new coaching staff with Urban Meyer taking a step away from the sports broadcasting area to start his – or throw his hat in the NFL ring. Now the question is, who are they going to try to draft out uh, the number one pick? And a lot of people assume it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but I would not be surprised if they take a gamble on Zach Wilson. I am 50-50 on Zach Wilson. I know I talked some crap about him, but I also think he has huge standards and will be able to meet those expectations. So we'll see. Only time will tell who they pick. And how they do. I will say also that the Robinson running back that they had, he was a stud. He was an undrafted free agent and I believe was second in the league for most rushing yards behind Derrick Henry. That's impressive for a guy who didn't get drafted at all. He was a free agent. And you hear that a lot. You hear 
these late rounders like Tom Brady, Chris Carson, or these non-draftees have amazing careers. I wonder if it really does have to do a lot with the coaching and their genetics because a lot of times they may not play college. So it really does depend on the situation, but I have been impressed with with all this that let's hope it, it, it helps them. Now, I still think that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be at the bottom of the barrel, unfortunately. But I think they are making moves in the right direction. And hopefully Robinson can help whoever their quarterback is because it's going to be tough. But I think Jacksonville wins more than one game this past, like they did this past season. But only time will tell. So we'll see. We'll see how they play out. But again, I think it's going to still be in that order. Texans number one, Colts number two, Titans number one, sorry. Colts number two, Texans number three, and Jacksonville number four. So we'll see. I am so excited for the new season to start and for the draft to happen next month. Uh, Like I said in my last episode, we are having a merch giveaway. All you have to do is go to Noble Sports Guys on Instagram or Facebook, like the account, follow the account, tag a person in the merch giveaway count, uh, post, and share an episode with your friends and family. And I will put you in a drawing, and that drawing will happen this Friday. Or not this Friday. Uh, today is Friday. It'll be next Friday. I will have a raffle for a free mask of Noble Sports Guys. So thank you for your guys' support. And if you have any questions, you know what to do. DM me or send me an email at noblesportsguys.com or at gmail.com. And like I've been saying, stay classy, Las Vegas. Talk to you soon. Bye.